The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. We're going to discuss the Latest around the Denver Broncos and how I think one of their traits that they're getting from their head coach, Vic Fangio, is potentially going to bleed into this team and going to be very beneficial for this team that struggled with the things that, well, the coaching staff previously did not do. And maybe we're going to verify that with comments from a former Denver Bronco. That's coming up. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirit chef Andrea Varela in that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Be sure to go check it out over there at Tap 14. That's 1920 Blake Street. Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com, tap14.com. Brandon Marshall, of formerly of the Denver Broncos. Uh, this first reported by Nikki Javala of uh, The Athletic. Interesting little comments from the former Bronco, who is now, of course, an Oakland Raider, saying... Quote, I feel like with certain details on the field, we weren't on the same page as players and as coaches. I think the organization, they do what they do. But us on the field, sometimes we would talk and the linebackers would think we were supposed to do things one way and the defensive backs would do things it the other way. That's what I meant by it, clarifying his comments from earlier. Everyone just wasn't solidified and you saw it on the field. We went from a top five defense to a bottom half defense. That was the reason end quote, saying miscommunication basically being the case. Now, Brandon Marshall, who, uh, uh, of course, coached under the previous regime, and I think this is where for the Denver Broncos and their fans are going to see the biggest jump when it comes to this team, is this kind of nonsense, is this kind of miscommunication that Brandon Marshall is talking about. And Brandon's a very honest guy. Uh, I've gotten to know Brandon and and had the chance to speak with him on several occasions. This is a no-nonsense guy. Obviously, uh, he is very willing to speak out on certain public issues and on the field, off the field as well, too. On the field, he ain't going to give you any BS. And this is the problem that plagued the Broncos so much on defense last year when it comes to that regime, and really the regime as a whole. Vance Joseph was a disaster, and Joe Woods was... Look, it's it's kind of embarrassing to think that they thought he could be a defensive coordinator. I'm sorry, we'll call it a spade a spade. And I think that's where you're going to see such a jump from last year to this year. It's just more of a refined... And again, going back to the quote and the comment, death by inches will be eliminated from this team. And this is where I appreciate Vic Fangio so much because I think he, he he may not be the best defensive head coach we've ever seen, but at least we're seeing fundamentals being cleaned up, or at least we think, we have to assume. And that alone, I, I can't tell you how many games in the NFL that I've watched where you just see a team beat themselves. It's hard enough to beat the opponent. It's hard enough to fight through poor officiating. But then when you beat yourself, 
it's just a recipe recipe for disaster. It's a big reason why the New England Patriots are the New England Patriots is because Bill Belichick runs a no-nonsense, a very fundamentally sound type of game. And it goes back to when you were being coached in grade school, high school, college. It's the fundamentals. It's making sure that you're not releasing a block too early. It's making sure that you are not offsides on a certain big play in the postseason that may have advanced you to the next round or may advance you to the Super Bowl. It's making sure that on a deep pass in the AFC playoffs where Jacoby Jones is running a clear deep route and you don't get, you know, you know what I mean. Sorry to open that wound. It's fundamentally sound defense that will improve this this team so much because last year, I think Brandon Marshall is absolutely correct when it comes to the the poor communication that they had. Nobody was on the same page. Absolutely nobody. And because of that, you then saw situations where teams were taking advantage of the defensive backs because they weren't in the same position and they weren't running the same defense as what the linebackers were. And that has all everything to do on the head coaches of last year. But I don't want to continue to beat that dead horse. That's in the past. Moving forward, I think that's where you're going to see it cleaned up on this Denver defense. And I think that's huge. That's huge because even if the talent stays the same or maybe even drops off a little bit, I think that's where Denver fans can look and grasp to and say, you know what? They aren't going to get beat on poor coverage or they aren't going to fall apart on a certain play because everybody's on the same page and everybody has that solidification. And I think that's what makes the that made the Chicago Bears defense so great when watching them. I went back this week and, and watched a little bit of the Bears defense in certain occasions, and it just never felt like guys were completely lost and it never felt like what Denver experienced last year was what they ran into. And obviously that's, you know, that, that goes with the, the, the great defense that they had on the field, but it's not like they had a bunch of bona fide superstars out there because outside of Khalil Mack and maybe Roquan Smith, because he was a first round pick, are there any names that just jump out to you on the Cleveland Bears defense? Or, or sorry, the Chicago Bears defense? Just right off the bat. You're thinking like, okay, Bryce Callahan, because he came to Denver. Jackson? Is Adrian Amos really a household name? These were all guys that Vic Fangio got tremendous play out of. So... I. I, I don't think, you know, I think Vic Fangio, a lot of people look at him and and the doubters say, oh, well, you had, you know, Khalil Mack and yada, yada, yada. He didn't really have a ton of household names. He really didn't. And if he gets that same type of play out of the guys who really kind of are household names in Denver, Chris Harris Jr., Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, now all of a sudden, and building up the guys who maybe aren't as well-known around the league, Will Parks, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson coming over from Houston. Now you're looking. I am I am very high on this defense. Very high on this defense. I still would like to see them plug in somebody down low, a trench guy, 
And look, uh, we'll see what Draymond Jones brings out of Ohio State. Uh, I, I think he's just a situational pass rusher up the middle. Still believe in Demarcus Walker. And I know I'm the last on that wagon. I'm the last person to get off. I'm like I'm like the guy who starts down south by uh, Park Meadows Mall on the RTD. And we started with we started with eight or nine people on that light rail, and we're going north. We're going north, and and somebody gets off at Southmore, and somebody gets off at Lincoln, and somebody gets off at uh, you know Tenth Street. I'm the last one to get to 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 Union Station on Demarcus Walker, because I still think he can be a player. He was effective when he was playing his role, just like he was in College of Florida State. And I think Vic Fangio is going to be able to insert him in those positions, assuming he fits what Vic Fangio wants to do. Which, quite frankly, I think only Ed Donatell and only Vic Fangio know that right now. I mean, we could we could guess, we could assume, but only Vic Fangio knows that right now. And we'll start to see it come out as the camps go through OTAs and training camp approaches. But until we actually see it on the field, I think everybody's guessing at this point. But I think he could be effective. We saw him effective in preseason, Demarcus Walker was. And then the previous regime, just baffling. It was baffling how bad it was. And Brandon Marshall, with his recent comments, reaffirms that. And if they have that right communication and they have that quality of defense of that fundamentally sound, my goodness, they really could be a top-flight defense. And if they have a top-flight defense with – mediocre quarterback play, which is, I think, what most people believe Joe Flacco is. There's some people who are higher on Flacco than others. I certainly am not that person. But if they get mediocre average play out of Joe Flacco and top flight defensive play, that's a 10-win team. That's a 10-win team. And that would be a huge drastic upgrade from what, obviously, Denver dealt with over the last two years and would probably get them back into the postseason. So hold off. I'm just saying hold off on these 6 and 10, 7 and 9 predictions. I know everybody wants to just throw out numbers left and right. Hold off on that for a second. Let's see what this team looks like in training camp. Training camp is going to be a big revealer. And, of course, they're going to have an extra preseason game, although it really, quite frankly, doesn't matter because the Hall of Fame. Do we really think the Hall of Fame game matters that much? I mean, I guess I guess it matters for the new coaching staff, maybe Denver's situation, in learning those communications. But in the in the long run, it's just another go through the motions. So with particularly maybe with Denver, it's going to be kind of interesting though, because if you have five preseason games, are we still under the same preseason schedule where Game Three is where we see all the starters, and then Game Four doesn't really matter? Probably, but. Certainly for Vic Fangio and getting that extra time and maybe more importantly, the extra week of practice to instill all these things. If he truly gets through to these these guys and death by inches is truly a thing for the Denver Broncos and they don't, they don't shoot themselves in the foot, they don't beat themselves off stupid turnovers or a missed run route or, God forbid, holding on the left side. <clears throat> that that's worth in the NFL an extra win or two already just off that can't tell you how many times it beat yourself I mean we saw it last year 
But last year's last year. This year's this year. And I, I'm very excited about this Denver defense. Very, very excited with what Vic Fangio is bringing. Three. So, again, I want to say thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Now, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. We're uh, always tweeting about the Broncos as they continue on with the offseason program. Of course, hey, before you know it, training camp will be here, so stay updated on the Denver Broncos over there at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com for all your news on the Broncos, discussions, debates, interviews, profiles, all that good stuff at milehighsports.com. Milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.